Meanwhile, at the Hall of Cage. Well, I'm one of those fortunate people who like my job, sir. Got my first chemistry set when I was seven, blew my eyebrows off, we never saw the cat again, been into it ever since. <laughs> I did a bare 360 triple backflip in front of 22,000 people. It's kind of funny. It's on YouTube. Check it out. Somehow they managed to get every creeping freak in the universe in this one plane. Coffee and a muffin. Okay, so I need to establish themes. Maybe banana. That's a good muffin. So just quiet down, my little one, and call me dad. Get some balloons and go to the puppet show. Sorry, boss, but there's only two men I trust. One of them's me, and the other's not you. In a helicopter. Where there's apparently the Moon Cartel. The Moon Cartel. You haven't heard of the Moon Cartel? No. Well, never. You know, the Moon itself is actually hollow and filled with lizard men and their mood altering rays. And by mood altering rays, you mean cocaine. That's right. (laughs) See, there's another one I heard. It's like the Moon's filled with snakes. I mean, it could be. Yeah. I mean, you know, water (laughs) snakes, but um, legless lizards. I mean, guaranteed, I'll never go to the moon then. There's snakes everywhere. Plus, science has just made lizards again. They put a (laughs) snake in a tube with legs. What if it's so... man rot? So what is the snake with, like, if it has, like, if it have, like, a snake with, like, mecha legs... Well, <laughs> that, that happened. Hey, th- that, that's just next month's sci-fi original movie. What's next? We're going to give spiders guns? Like, I don't... Why are we I doing know, this? No, <laughs> see, that's crazy. The next thing you know, they'll be reanimating dead spiders with nanotechnology. Oh, wait. No, yep. we just like, give the guns to the squirrels. We can't tell the spiders <laughs> about guns. I've got two big-ass spiders on the back porch right now. And I, I don't see that two big-ass guns in your back porch. You haven't shot them down with an Apache helicopter yet? I don't have one. Small enough. Oh man! Well, I how about a can of raid? Anything will work. You have to. <laughs> I mean, kill we, them. we got a can of raid on table right now. Oh man! This episode. Well, that one says ants and roach. Uh, poison's poison, sir. It, poison is poison. It's, it's literally just the same gaunt they put in every can. It's just a different label. But what if I hit it with raid and it gets stronger? Has anyone seen that video? It's just somebody just like just straight up, just basically emptying a can of raid on one roach, and then it's somebody <laughs> stitched it like, "You got him, bro. You got him, bro." Hey, I think he's good, bro. And he's just... We had an incident the other night. (laughs) Bro! He's like, I'm calling the police! (laughs) uh, I was sitting in my office the other night, and Allison just, like, let out this blood-curdling scream. So I, like, sprint across the house, and there was a cockroach in the bathroom. So... I immediately go and grab, because I did not have my flip-flops on, I went and grabbed my work gloves, like, that I use in the yard. And you put them on your feet? No, I put them on my hands. Oh, okay. And then, uh, I'm, like, looking for this thing with this, like, we got this little device, it's, like, called, like, a critter catcher. It's, like, these little plastic hands, and it, like, helps you, like, safely remove an insect or something from your home and put it back outside. Okay. Uh, so I'm standing there, and the thing comes sprinting dead at me. I back up into the ottoman and hurt my heel, and it starts to sprint underneath the bed. And somehow, instinctively, I used my hands to smash this thing into bits. (laughs) Which is what you should have been trying to do from the beginning. But I had gloves on, so... 
No, there's not a critter or cat. No, fuck. These are not like opossums. Like, if it's a roach, murder it. Brutally murder it's it. It's like, I had nothing on my feet, but I needed to make sure my hands were protected. You know, yeah, I, I don't know why. I worked pest control for years. Not because I liked the job. Not because I liked the money. Because I hate bugs that fucking much. No, actually, he was actually just volunteering. Um, like, well, please, yeah, I, mean, I would like to kill some bugs. What they paid me, yeah, I made mean, pretty much was. Was, was someone dear to you murdered by an insect? No, happened? I just hate them. Oh, okay. See, like, Shimmy just said he waits every day in the Starship Trooper recruitment oh drive. It's not real. <laughs> the bugs, man. It's I the will bugs. go to Klintafu and I will murder every goddamn bug I see. That was like. But Shimmy, the rise of fascism. What a, it was a metaphor, Shim, a metaphor. Well, will the bugs be dead? Possibly. What are you going to do when you find the big brain bug? I'm going to kill it. Yeah? I'm, I'm going to kill it with fire. Yeah, fucked. don't kill the giant brain bug that looks a lot like a vagina. God, I'm still fucked up over a piece of my kill some bugs. <laughs> you are a Dickensian orphan transplanted into the world of Starship Troopers. <laughs> Somehow the ghost of Kafka is going to show up and then we're really fucked. Yeah, I, I, I kill him too. clown. He's a bastard. He's a, he's a roach. That was a stupid story. Yeah. But what about the guy who woke up as a bug in that one story? Oh, yeah. I'm thinking about the creep show short with the headlight. Was that the one? No, it didn't have Leslie. Leslie Nielsen was in that movie, but there was another short where the guy who was like the neat freak and cockroaches kept showing up. No, I saw that when I was young. Why do you think I hate bugs? So that's the secret. Okay, we found it now. <laughs> I, well, I don't even know what anybody's talking about right now. <laughs> Went on a tangent about Creep Show. Yeah, and oh, also the Metamorphosis. Yeah. Creepy oh. Crawler Show. You know, because Kafka. You remember yeah. that Spider-Man that is made completely out of spiders? Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah Spider-Man. Yeah. There, yeah. There's also that Guillermo del Toro movie called Mimic where there's a giant cockroach that transforms into people. I did like that movie. And there's that Tommy Lee Jones movie where there's a giant space cockroach that pretends to be people. Dudes yeah. in black. Oh, man. Yeah. Dudes hey, look, we, we, it took a while, but we're building up to the point. <laughs> you know what else is Tommy Lee Jones was in? Uh, uh, this movie. The movie we watched here on Caging Greatness. <laughs> oh! <laughs> show where everything's made up and what we say doesn't really fucking matter. Uh, welcome. Why start now? Yeah. Uh, we are here as we always are. I'm joined by my estimable co-hosts, Cannon. That's right. Jeremy. Hi. And special guest who's never been on the show before, Pat. Hey, it's Pat in a hat and I'm back. <laughs> and we are kicking off the month of September uh <laughs> with a choice, we watched Firebird. Hey, it, this is just Top Gun with helicopters, and it's time for a cultural reevaluation. There was a little bit of officer and a gentleman in there too. I'm telling you, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't carried away by Richard Gear in a <laughs> naval suit. No, you, you were, we were carried away by the death-dealing power of the Apache helicopter. Hey, there, hey, there's no stronger force in the sky than a 1990s <laughs> Apache helicopter. So many Apache helicopter shots. I, I, I'm, I'm sure out there in this great big wide world of ours <laughs> that there is some military nerd who has a specific fetish for helicopters and they busted every nut for 90 minutes for this movie. <laughs> Hello, RSS helicopter porn, we found your movie. <laughs> they probably already know it and watch it religiously. Oh, man. This this is their roadhouse. <laughs> oh, man. I just realized no one called them whirly birds the entire time. I am upset no, they now. They didn't. And that's why this movie failed. Yep. One star. Uh, Full. Yes, that's the reason. <laughs> Did anybody ever watch Ted, that Seth MacFarlane movie? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You remember the opening narration that Patrick Stewart's doing uh, where he starts talking about Apache helicopters? 
Yes. Yeah, it's fun. I like that. <laughs> Vaguely. It's been a long time since I, I've seen that That is movie. a funny bit in that movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to look that up <laughs> to give you the quote because every time I hear Apache helicopters, that is my first thought. Man, what a what a flick, right? Wait a minute, y'all keep talking. Yeah. I, 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 am, I am proud that this is the movie that I came back to after a month of a hiatus. A hiatus. You were on an Apache helicopter, weren't you? See, where do you think I was? I was up in the sky. Thank you. Yeah. And Cannon just fished, fished a copy of Ted out of our garbage box. <laughs> It's just the opening bit of Ted is Patrick Stewart narrating, and he says, Now, if there's one thing you can be sure of, it's that nothing is more powerful than a young boy's witch, wish, except an Apache helicopter. An Apache helicopter has machine guns and missiles. It is an unbelievably impressive complement of weaponry, an absolute death machine. And so I think of that every time I hear Apache helicopters. So I was thinking about that a lot tonight, where Tommy Lee Jones and Nicolas Cage are Apache pilots. Flying around death machines. <laughs> I mean, by God, they that were they flying. Are. Man, and Sean Lee, Young was there too. Man, Tommy Lee Jones was really excited about killing people in this movie. I mean, I feel like that's Tommy Lee Jones, but he'll yeah. he'll say he will kill you with just the, the most emotionless, deadpan expression. I also love how he looked so much younger in this movie than we're used to, but he was still 43 and looked ancient. Yep. <laughs> I, I love how we were just like, he's 40? Yeah. I, I can't go out drinking tonight. I'm 40. Surprise! You're drinking! God it's like, damn it. It's like the flip side of last week. It was just like, <laughs> wait, you're that old? Nah, 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 And nah, the nah. thing is, Space Cowboys came out 10 years after this, and he's only 50 in that movie, and they're acting like everybody this movie's on death's door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, when you're in an Apache helicopter, you're on the edge of life and death. And you know what? You know, these <laughs> Apache helicopters are a little too risque for me. I think I go to fucking space. I mean, Tommy Lee Jones had a better hairline than Nick Cage in this movie. He, yeah. I he mean, was. a hairline, yes. A d- t- crown of his head, not so much. <laughs> Everybody had, like... Well, Tommy Lee Jones' hair was black, but, like, a lot of the pilots had, like, just jet black hair. I was just like, is this, is this the thing? Did all of y'all, like, go to the salon? They all <laughs> like grease. Yeah. <laughs> they, they just dumped their hand into the oil and go... <laughs> There's the word. Yes. Goddamn grease. Uh, so, let's do that thing where we go around, we give our reviews, and a brief blurb about what we thought about Firebirds from 1990, the most 80s, 90s movie ever. I mean, it's on the cusp of night. They just got out of the 80s. I thought that was Honeymoon in Vegas, though. I've changed my mind. <laughs> I feel like we're gonna, there's just there's a lot of very 80s movies yeah. in the 90s. So, Cannon. Yes. What did you think of Firebirds? Uh, well, uh, the movie as a whole, not very good. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to go out and say it. However... Um, I feel like Tommy Lee Jones alone stole the fucking show. And I, I looking back, I know why now. But um, on a star rating uh, right now, the Firebirds, um, uh, two stars. All right. Pat, how about you? Um, I'm sure like most everybody in the planet, they're hearing about Firebirds for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> because, man, we had to, to dig through the rubble just, like, to find this little gem. And it's just like, I wouldn't say it's like a bad movie, but like, it's just kind of a lot of nothing. There's just no real urgency. And I couldn't tell what was more disorientating, the flight scenes or the sex scenes. Because it's just a lot of wild rubbernecking and camera whipping. I'm just like, I don't know what's happening. Um, 
two. Jeremy? One star, they didn't call them early birds. I'm done. <laughs> I'm really mad about that. I am walking off set. Yeah. Yeah. Never called them early birds at all. Action set pieces look cool. You know, that's awesome. None of y'all called them early birds. But Tom Lee Jones did pronounce it helicopters. He did, and I kept Every noticing time. that, and I was like really hung up on it for a while. That, but... I will say the the movie made me like remember just like how much I enjoy movies with Tommy Lee Jones and I'm just like he's just a solid actor like I mean he he did not give any inflection to anything he said but by God it was entertaining like, he's just going mile a minute talking like an old military man and, just, and you believe for every second so I'm surprised he just didn't come out of the womb a military man well like it's like there's like so many times in the movie where it's like is he being serious or is he being funny here? His inflection didn't change, but man, he can create some sick burns. The answer was always yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember just like, cause like, I think the next movie he did after this was JFK and then, uh, fugitive wasn't much longer. Yeah. Fugitive. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just, there's no clear and present danger was Harrison Ford. Uh, yeah, but like, I, I just, I've always, I've always enjoyed his movies. So yeah. Yeah. You know. We can we can bump it up to like a star and a half. Star and a half. The half okay. is for Tommy Lee Jones. The one is just because I didn't call him Morley Bird. Because like that was me. Like I, I wasn't sure if if I'm gonna be one and a half or two. It's like on that median line. Like it's not the worst thing, but also kind of like it's not much else. It got the two stars for Tommy Lee alone. In my <laughs> yeah, opinion. I'll say Tommy Lee gives you the two. Uh, also, if you if you really love just vacant shots of just red dirt and rocks, too, <laughs> buddy, I got a movie for you. Dune. <laughs> no, <I'm> kidding. <laughs> Which one? Both. <laughs> oh, you know, you could also say, you know, Beetlejuice, because, you know, the sandworm sounds. Or uh, Harlan Williams' Rocket Man, where they go on a mission to Mars. <laughs> wow. Yes. I love that movie. All right, what about you? Uh, you know what? Continue the tradition. I thought it was fun. I gave it three stars. I didn't hate this movie. It was just like, if you've listened to the show at all, or as you guys have, if you've listened to me talk for more than like 30 minutes, you will know that I am a big fan of 80s style action movies with montages and no there, real There's at least a couple of montages of. in there. Uh, even though I'm not usually big into like the military stuff. Like, I don't like Top Gun. I've never been a fan of Top Gun. That's why uh, I watch it for the gay stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I thought this was fun. I enjoyed the back and forth between Cage and Tommy Lee Jones. I <laughs> dig a little motion sick during the ridiculous helicopter. Like it's, it looks a like they, they shot them doing one run through a canyon and then just cut that shit a thousand times over and over. I mean, I wouldn't blame <laughs> if you got Vertigo watching this movie. And, I mean, there was legitimately at least seven minutes spread throughout the movie of helicopters in front of a sunset and or a moon. Hey, look, <laughs> that's big fucking brain. She opened the movie with a helicopter and the sun and the helicopter and the moon. Why does it just give it an award? But I, I, I thought it was fun. I liked the movie. I gave it three stars. Like it wasn't bad. Nice. I mean, I wouldn't say like, I, I don't regret watching it. It's also like, just kind of a big shrug. Yeah, like I'm, I'm never gonna watch it again. Like if it was on TV, I would still change the channel. <laughs> but I didn't hate watching it. Hey, just give us a oh, super yeah. cut of Tommy Lee Jones. It's like on the flip <laughs> side of that coin, like Tommy Lee. Mm -hmm. It's like I didn't hate my time either. However, no. I don't think it's good. <laughs> like what were you, like? Let's go ahead and get it out of the bag. I don't get like motion sickness watching like shit like this. You know what I'm reminded of? Jujitsu. 
You remember oh, that yeah. shit? Oh, God, the first person scene, yeah. Every time they are in the air flip-flopping between different mm-hmm. uh, helicopters, I felt like I was dying a little bit. Yeah. Like, I did get a little sick. I felt a little sick, at least. There was definitely one dip in that final confrontation. I was just like, my head just went whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I watched Cloverfield when it hit theaters, and I watched, like, a pre-screening because I was an employee at the time, and I was guys like, hey, look, we're going to put a warning on this. Why is that? Because I'm about to vomit. Yeah. Like, this is this is bad. This is Cloverfield gonna... was fine. That's baby shit. <laughs> this was like, so, like, yeah, like I'm, I get motion sick, and this this got me a bit. Thankfully, I was sitting far away from the TV. Pat, you were you were right up in that shit. So, yeah, I, I hey, you better stop talking shit over there. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> like point to an empty corner. He he won't he won't he won't point me over there. Oh, yeah. you you've roused Frank Abaddon. Abaddon. I'm not Abaddon. <laughs> How come we never seen Frank and Abaddon in the same room at the same time? I'm Whoa. right fucking here. <laughs> Fuck, we're in danger. Pat, Pat just wanted like the D box experience. Yeah, they got the 4XD. Yeah. I mean, next time I can. <laughs> there it goes. I forgot to turn it off. I was waiting for that chair to just collapse. Oh my god, yeah, it would have been, been great. <laughs> uh, but it's yeah. gonna collapse right as we get plugged, <laughs> falling flat on my ass. But yeah, no, it's, it's three stars. It's not. It's not a terrible movie. Um... So I w- here's the plot. Here's the plot of the movie. I'm going to tell you everything that happens major story beat-wise. Okay? Uh, talking to you, the listener. Especially you and Tappahannock. We, uh, oh, yeah. we love you guys. So Nicolas Cage is a ha- uh, an Apache pilot. or he's a helicopter pilot. And they're taking down the cartels because this is 1989 and the war on drugs and George Bush. This movie was actually produced by Nancy Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> So they're on a mission. They get taken out by a terrorist helicopter pilot mercenary dude for the cartels. And so he's mad. So the army calls in Tommy Lee Jones, who's a great helicopter pilot. And he trains a bunch of people, including Nick Cage, who's still in love with his ex-fiance, Sean Young, to, to be a good Apache pilot because the Apache's new and shiny. And so they train him. And then they all go on a mission and they win. And that's every major story beat in this fifth. I mean, every single one. I mean, yes. it's just Top Gun, but with <laughs> helicopters. Furiatingly less homoerotic tension. There's yes. no volleyball scene. There's no need for speed. There's mm. need for Cage and Sean Young to have sex. And, and, after and you're just, so as, much you're just as sick to your stomach. <laughs> There's a whole cartel subplot with no fucking cartel to be seen. I would also like to point out, and this is my favorite part of this, is that the villain, whose name I have forgotten, but who who's flew the Scorpion helicopter, if you remember, he never speaks a word. Nope. Well, wait. We see the cartel in like shots, and I'm telling you, I, I never saw shots. Yeah. I never saw drugs. <laughs> they clearly just showed up to that landing strip because those guys were having a barbecue, and the U.S. Army was <laughs> like, know, "It's almost as guys. if the war on drugs is just kind of a false flag operation." <laughs> <laughs> there was a barbecue in South America, and those guys were just chief. I hear them; they're playing La Bamba. I'm gonna open fire. Y'all having fun? Oh. Fuck that! This like quote cartel has like f- two jets, uh, ample military firepower. Just, uh, but the, the bit it was when the it doesn't make any sense to tell this in order because they, they, who fucking cares? It's boring. It was, because like, <laughs> I mean, when did we ever? Because like, how do you know? You've never been here, Pat. <laughs> Hey, you know what? First time here, I feel like I fit right in. 
And so, like, the final confrontation when they have all the jets and their blankies when they're just waking up in the morning, and it looks like Tommy Lee Jones is having to piss on a rock. No, he slept standing up. Remember? That's what they told him. Yeah, he's got to be ready, eager beaver, because you can't, you can't fly that jet without having, like, just your dick in your hand. And then they jibber-jabber about some horse shit, and then all of a sudden, everything just starts exploding, and I was convinced they just parked their planes in a minefield. No, it was, it was Michael just, Bay. Yeah. Michael Bay was standing on the ridge line with his binoculars. Like, there's too many uh, military vehicles. Line them up, boys. Just that, here we go. And it's the scene from Tropic Thunder where he's damn it, Brad just points. Mother Nature yes. just pisses himself. It's like, and I'm going to exaggerate this point again. No cartel. Shit is just exploding. Right. They don't even show the <laughs> helicopter or the jets or anything <laughs> like in B-roll. Everything's just exploding. <laughs> and then there was what? the one guy who took a long nap. He's dead. he's not dead. And, and like none of the helicopters got hit. Oh, one. Like the tents went boom and then just the ground kept going boom. <laughs> and they all and the choppers were fucking fine until they get in the air I and then mean, one of them flying in the air. It they was, all took off in sequence. I mean, they, the cartel just like hired some stormtroopers, and they're just they're just like. And then immediately, brand. immediately they go and they find the barbecue, and they're like, "We've got them!" And then the jets fly. I'm like, "Oh shit, we've got jets!" And I'm not gonna lie, there was a part in my brain that was like. How is helicopters going to stand up to the firepower of a jet? Well, one of them didn't, but then Sean Young gets one of the missiles off the Apache and fires it like a bazooka at the jet yes. and blows it up. No. He fucking rips the missile out and throws it at that After moment. Tommy Lee Jones' word word salads, like all these things to her the whole time. Yeah, let me just like throw a bunch of jargon at you so you can just like... Like Lego piece, this rocket launcher together, and then uh, hey, she blew up a jet with a rocket. No. She didn't know it on that sucker. She didn't just blow it up. She shot him in the ass. That's what time of right Jones at the tailpipe. God, yeah. she didn't blow that fucking craft up. She fucking nuked it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know, like all back. What was it when uh when Nick Cage finally catches up to the bad guy? He just unloads like all of his missiles on the yes. missile. turns on all of his guns. Hits all his missile. You, there's literally a shot of like the evil Armenian grandpa that's flying this thing, <laughs> just getting lit up with bullets. And then, Kaboom! <laughs> just come on! Did you kill him? Yeah, I'd say so. No, Why he's still he? alive. There's what? a there has to be like Firebirds too. I found a page of the Tommy Lee Jones quotes. Oh. Oh, oh, let's yeah. go. Damn right. We have, boy, you're going to be busier than a three-peckered goat. <laughs> I, think, I think they just let Tommy Lee Jones go. They, he didn't have any script. This is when he was describing what he expects Nicolas Cage to be. A first-class all-American hero with his heart and brain wired together, cooking full-tilt boogie for freedom and justice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You use the word boogie and justice in the same sentence. And God bless him for it. When we have mastered these tactics, we will use them to seek out and confront the forces of evil and kill them deader than hell. Yeah, sure. than I don't see the problem in any of these lines. <laughs> Meanwhile, Satan's like, mm, he's coming for me finally. And so. then, and then when uh, the bad guy whose name is Stoller doesn't matter. Nobody fucking cares. You don't even <laughs> hardly see his face. No, uh, he's trying to shoot down Sean Young, who Nicholas Cage has been boinking, and he Nicholas Cage is chasing him like, "You're not touching her, you filthy piece of shit." <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> no, uh, my personal favorite one. He's teaching. Uh, Cage, how to fly the super jet properly? Like, show me the world, boy. You know, like the main, like the main villain in this movie, like you know, who doesn't say a word, and all, he's just always in a, a helicopter. I mean, the, the main villain, like you see for 
pictures of for five minutes, then ten minutes at the end. He, he reminds me. Uh, he, um, you see Mallrats, right? Yeah. yeah. The fucking the security the, guard. The floor. He's yeah. the floor. That's who he looked like. Oh my god. <laughs> if that's fucking the floor, I'm gonna shit. Oh okay. my shit. Let, let's be my honest shit's here. Be on the floor. <laughs> the real villain of this movie is eye dominance. Yes. He, they, you learn a lot about eye dominance in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Because Nicolas Cage has weird off-centered eye dominance, so he can't use the helmet properly. And then Tommy Lee Jones sticks a fucking periscope on his eye with panties and makes him drive. Like actually, he's fine. Panties. He's good. Yeah. They, I didn't realize it. I thought it was a, a bit, but then like in that next shot, it was actual underwear. That that whole sequence would have been so much funnier when they're driving if they <laughs> put the Benny Hill music on. Yeah, I think most of this movie would have been better with Benny Hill music. Yeah, yeah. The, the two I, helicopters <laughs> just like nobody's hitting for shit. I want to give it a two and a half stars on that. <laughs> to be fair, it had a good soundtrack. A lot of Phil Collins. Yeah. I love yeah. Phil Collins. Big fan of Phil Collins. Mm. Good stuff. The, yeah, the, the relationship between <laughs> Nick Cage and Young's character made me uncomfortable. At times. Yeah, it was. It was. It was very 90s, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like this movie is actually a prequel story to James Caan's character in uh, Honeymoon in Vegas. <laughs> yes, he probably saw this movie and was like, that's me. Like, it was uncomfortable, yes. I did feel a bit better after like the first 20 minutes where you realize, oh, okay, they used to be in a relationship. Yes. He already knows her. He's not just being this weird with someone he met literally 30 seconds ago. I, yeah. felt, I okay. felt like I was missing But he's something. still being very he fucking weird. He was being weird. very forward. <laughs> yes. It, it's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. But like slightly less uncomfortable than so you would slightly. think. Slightly. We're, it's a battle of margins, folks. <laughs> and I chat, and I, I, Stoller might be uncredited. Oh, <laughs> it's okay, like, Stoller. Hell, he might have just been the stunt pilot for the shots they had. It, it's the it's, it's the one guy flying the whole he'll still every be, plane. He'll still be the Scorpion pilot mercenary of our hearts. You know, I, I feel like they just had like a, a civilian enthusiast. It's like, sir, we just need someone who can fly a, a helicopter whip smart. Okay, apparently <laughs> his name is Bert Ryan. I did find that. Okay. And y'all, should, we should get him on the show. He's probably dead. <laughs> Damn. Like, let's be yeah, real. we saw him die in the movie. Quick, get the Ouija board. He was he's super dead in the movie, and just blood everywhere. And he, he exploded. Yeah. <laughs> we'll summon him and the ghost of Kafka, and we'll just have it out. A Kafka versus uh, the okay, a roach versus scorpion. That's a pretty good match. Yeah, he is yeah. known for Firebirds. Yeah, classic film. <laughs> and Firebirds. <laughs> like um, Firebirds is? Like the sequel? Mm. Yeah, Firebirds Maverick. <laughs> Firebirdemic? Okay, uh, he was actually a director, a film director. Oh. oh. His only acting credit is Firebirds, but according to... According to uh, Google... Uh, his his director uh, credits. Uh oh. <laughs> He's actually Neil Breen. Are <laughs> I'll read a few of them to you. Uh, best buns on the beach. <laughs> okay. Battling uh, uh, beauties. Uh, barbecue uh -oh. movie. Beverly Hills Call Girls. Oh Christmas oh, films. Oh man. <laughs> Satin dolls. <laughs> I'm noticing a trend here. Pet of the year playoff 2005. Oh, real auteur, if you will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, so I think he was a porn director. Yeah. What? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Who just happened to be in Firebirds. No, those. Oh, yeah, those are porn movies. You got to yeah. get started in business somehow. <laughs> oh, He's credited as a writer for Stripper of the Year. Oh, God. The Wildest Office Party. Mm-hmm. And Starlet Screen Test 2. I've seen that. That's a real banger. And he, he directed, that. as I said, Satin Dolls and Beverly Hills Call Girls. And he was a producer for things like Best Chest in the West, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Big Bust Casting Call, Oh dear, Stripper of the Year, <laughs> uh, and Bare Necessities. Right. Hey, he is it. on Letterboxd. Is that a Jungle Book parody? Please gonna, tell me it's not a Jungle Book parody. Uh, no, this one's in an office dress. Okay, You're going to have to slap an M rating on this episode. <laughs> uh, that's, we already have the explicit tag. Uh, and don't forget the perfect body contest. I hear that was fantastic. Is Lex um, Luger on that episode? <laughs> well, to, uh, to, 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 go, to go off this on the stripper thing, the bar that they were in in, that, in the movie was actually a strip club that they converted into the set for... The bar. They had a neon helicopter. Now, how is that not a, a copter bar? <laughs> so that line that uh, Nick Cage says, like, yeah. it was, it, wow. It was accurate. It was very accurate. Holy shit. And it's like, what, this place is for what? That was strippers like, and <laughs> what? I think that was like one of the only. Scandalous, or I don't know. <laughs> I think it's like one of the only few notes that I had on my, like, looking up this movie. It was like, oh, apparently the, the bar was a strip club. Maybe that's where they met Mr. Ryan. Well, you know, if they make a sequel to, like, Firebirds, they can just do it about his character. Where like, do you think they found Stripper of the Year? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they need to talk, tell us about that, how that restaurant went from a strip club to a bar and how he got fired and became a mercenary for hire for the cartel. Full circle, this is also the strip club that Kevin Nash worked for. Yep. Also, I'm uh, fuck it. I'm gonna plug it. Listen to the Click This podcast with him and Sean Oliver. It's fucking good. It has been very good. I have been, you know, getting bored with wrestling podcasts here as of late. But this, I've always loved their banter, like especially with the shoot interviews they did back in the day. And now they got a show together. Click This with Big Sexy himself and Sean Oliver. It's fucking great. Yeah, I'd like Freddie Prince Jr.'s wrestling podcast if there wasn't a commercial every six minutes. You gotta make that money. See, that's what happens. It's a thirty-minute show. And, and they're like three minute commercials. So like it's, it's ridiculous. So it's like watching TV on TNT. It's I mean, worse. You're listening to the commercials, no. even worse. Yeah, like I can't. I, there's no picture in picture for Freddie Prince Jr.'s podcast. Hey, 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 AYC, CMT, and TM, pod and pod. Oh my God. Be, like audio in audio. There you go. Fucking ad. That'd it's like, terrible. all right, well, we're gonna, you're going to listen to this ad while we still bullshit. It's like, here, like here, somebody just start rambling about something. Hey, you know, I, th- I think it's really crazy that Does your dick not work? Bluetooth.com. Like, you know, oh, that's you know, right. You like, on like, this. And your dick will get rock really hard or your money back. And, just, and now back to the show. Incongruent. Yeah. <laughs> God, that would be the worst. Hey, hey, you know what? Big brain idea. Blueapron.com. <laughs> Yum. Are you, do you want to cook shit? Podcast. Want a shot? I, th- I think it's going to be Order hit. shit from our he website. We'll first. send it to your okay. house. Actually, we could do picture in picture. All I'd have to do when I'm editing is move the ad to one ear and the show oh, to God. the other. Oh, God. There you go. <laughs> That's diabolical. No, what, you, what we, we have to do at some point, you have to do the Cajun Cage show where it's like, 
record one episode and then do a second episode and put one in one ear and one in the other. So it's it's like, and now we're going to go to our, our spinoff smaller Cage show. And it's just like talking about some bit he did somewhere. That's how you get the ear equivalent of what Cage had in this yes. movie. It's going to be left ear dominant. We'll see how fast our numbers drop after that episode. Well, you know where our numbers aren't going to drop? Tappahannock, Virginia. That's right, yeah. man. Y'all represent yeah. Tappahannock. Like in the Killing past it. two days, 136 listens from Tappahannock. God hey, bless you. Hey, uh, Greatness finally found their Columbus, Ohio. Yep. And you know what? We get a lot of listens from Columbus, too. I mean, it's the bleed over, brother. Oh, and, and today, just today, in fact, uh, I was at the shop. Which is where I always am because what? I've lost control of my life. So I've been sitting there. And these two guys walk in. They're real nice, and uh, they're just looking around. They were asking about Legion, the show Legion, yeah. about the X Men Legion. Show. Oh, well, uh, they're like, "Hey, is there anything he's in?" Like, "Nope, not a goddamn thing." Marvel has really <laughs> dropped the ball on that. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, okay." So they looked around a while. And they said, "How much for this Nicolas Cage standee that you've got in uh, here?" I was like, "Oh, that's that's not for sale. That was a gift." And they go, "Oh, from the guys who do that Nicolas Cage podcast." Fuck off. Off your shit. I said, you mean the one that's local? Like, yeah, yeah, those, those guys that do the podcast locally. It's like, um, I am, I am he. <laughs> I am Spartacus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh shit, really? Yeah, no, it's 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 uh, me and my friends. It's that's our podcast. Yeah. Oh, we love that show. I, we I, we keep telling our friends about it. It's like, oh, that's <laughs> that's awesome and kind of terrifying. But yay! <laughs> it's like, Wait. yo, we have fans. Like, oh shit, we have fans. Great. Yeah. <laughs> please, please don't tell people how much we say butt pussy. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, what's pussy? It's one thing when they're in. Dublin or Tappahannock. We don't have to look them in their eyes. Anywhere but here, right? But like in real life, oh, I love your shows. Like, oh, it's me. I don't know how to deal with in-person compliments. Oh, my God. Also, don't put our faces to these voices. (laughs) If you could just go leave us a review. Troll Styles Mystery Diners. Troll Styles Mystery Diner. Blue dot over my face. Troll Styles Mystery Diners. As he slowly turns to a uh, pile of muck. <laughs> so, uh, just like Senator Kelly in the X Men. <laughs> oh, that part freaked me out when I saw it. I, that part confused me, <laughs> dude. I had the fucking. I think it was the Mystique action figure from the X Men that came with half weird mutated fish, Senator Kelly, but. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 his head, and then the rest of his body is just squiggly rubber. But it's it's full of those beads, right? This sort of vacuum seal. It's a penis. It's horrific. <laughs> and I'm going to look up. You a know picture. what? I always wanted a action figure of a politician <laughs> horrifically morphing into a blob. Like it is. They make Trump figures. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm saying it came with Jean Grey. And here it is. Enjoy that nightmare fuel. Well, I guess this is payback from the Willem Dafoe oh, no. thing earlier, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, that was a choice. I yeah. mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess true to form like X Men. Nope. nope. No, Wait, sir. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, we'll, we'll put that. Uh, <laughs> it's like a dehydrated stretch Armstrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, it had the same consistency. Like I said, it's vacuum sealed with beads in it. Came with the Jean Grey figure, who also came with a little, like, squishy toad spit thing you could put on her face. Yeah. <laughs> <Man>. Spitted. <laughs> yeah, hey, she hey, you know, spitted I'm on. glad that they find, they actually remembered that at X-Men, not everyone's hot and has sexy power. Sometimes you just turn into, like, a nutsack. And Where's it's... Beak, <laughs> goddammit? <laughs> I want to see Beak. My favorite thing <clears throat> was the Mystique 
figure from that that came with rubber Wolverine, rubber like Wolverine. overall things. Like, so like you could you could put her in these weird clothes that came with the toy to make her look like Wolverine. But here's the problem. It did not look like Wolverine. Oh no. It looked like like uh it was it was not good. like Wolverine's uh like if Wolverine had gotten a severe head injury, right? Because it's just Mystique. It's Rebecca Romaine. Like she's, oh, I'm standing there blue and sexy. Right? I, I love how they they give her like a sexy pose as like a figure and just like this rubber skin suit to wear. Yeah, that looks like if somebody dropped an anvil on Wolverine and he did the accordion thing from like. like yeah. it's, it's just missing like the ring of Tweety Birds around his like, head. And like the gloves are just like fist gloves, but her hands are splayed, so they would catch and poke through the rubber and shit. It was just, it was not good. I, I felt like they added the rubber stuff after the fact. Does it have a button where it screeches after you knock off the blades? <laughs> that would have been much better, actually. <laughs> that was always a funny bit in that movie to it's me. It's like, oh, God, my bones. <laughs> oh, here we go. This is... This is what it looked like when it was fully assembled. Oh, no. I, I love how we have Hugh, Hugh Jackman's <laughs> like, like flesh like suit, just like doing like a sexy, it's like a poking hip, hip out it, maneuver. It's like, like a, if like somebody like or something. made a, like a lifelike um, Wolverine from a Game Boy Color game or something. It, 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 it's <laughs> like, have you seen those just giant rubber masks that people wear that look like they're like lifelike? No, they're but not. But just look like disturbing. Yeah. yeah. Terrifying. It's not good. We were um, we we went back up to my hometown this weekend, and we, there's like a there's like a consignment shop or like an antique mall. It's called like Patches, and it's like you, you would think for like middle of nowhere Alabama, it's like all these. But there's this one booth that had nothing but like freaky masks like that and baby dolls that had been painted, and they made whoever runs the booth made this weird homemade face hugger thing in a glass case, and it was just like we're just standing there staring at it like what. This is awesome. The rest of this stuff sucks. Until it starts moving. No, I got, I got the hell out of Dodge at that point. If something had started moving, I would have made it for the front door. But also, weirdly enough, when you walk into this, like, antique small place, there's a giant Sasquatch statue, and there's all these little, like, um... Like car magnets that are like silhouettes of Sasquatch, and you're like, "Oh, Sasquatch is awesome!" And then you realize what he's holding in his hands. Some of them's got a gun. Some of them's got the little "Don't tread on me," "Step oh, on nice. snake" flag. It's like, no, 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 no. You can't. And I'm just like appropriate Sasquatch's image and your fucking bigoted rhetoric. Sorry. That's all I could think of was Sasquatch wouldn't go for any of this shit. Sasquatch huh. just fuck off and go and do what he wants. Sasquatch don't play that. Yeah. <laughs> He'd walk out of the woods and be like, oh, fuck that noise. And that's why I tread on you with them big-ass fucking feet. <laughs> you kidding me? That's why no one it's can like, find oh, no, Sasquatch, don't step on me. I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe the Hendersons were a little more far right than we thought when Harry went and lived with them for a while. Hey, but now we're going to get a new Sasquatch <laughs> for today's political climate with Jesse Eisenberg playing Bigfoot. <laughs> now I've just got this image in my head of, like, Harry sitting on the couch watching Fox News. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and just clicking, like, occasionally and, like, like some infomercials come on. <laughs> it's uh, like, Nugenics. And he's like, <laughs> it's like, no. It's like, God damn it, Chevy Chase. You left Fox News on and now Sasquatch is a fucking racist. It's just like Bigfoot with like a bag of head on. I just, oh God, like, you just see like everybody in like wearing the, the hats. And then all of a sudden in the far back, you just see this towering Harry in the background. It's like, Harry, no. 
I can't believe Bigfoot was there on the <laughs> Capitol Riot. That's why. They, that's how they broke down the door. Oh no, so. Bigfoot's racist. <laughs> Bigfoot was there on January 6th. Oh. No. <laughs> All right, so that reminds me of one of my favorite jokes. I think I've told you, Cannon, but I don't think I've told you guys. So uh, last night I had a dream that I was in a, on a beach, walking down the beach uh, with Bigfoot. And we were walking, and I turned around, and I looked, and I saw during the hardest times of my life, there was only one set of footprints in the sand. And I turned to Bigfoot, and I said, Bigfoot, during these difficult times when I needed you the most, why did you leave me? Why was there only one set of footprints in the sand? And Bigfoot looked at me and said, I love that joke. Well, you know, uh, uh, Alabama has a Bigfoot, and it's called White Thing. The Alabama White Thing. Not Thing, Thang. Okay, like, I, I've never heard of this. That's, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's legit. A, it's the Alabama cryptid. Yeah, it, it's, it's kind of like just uh, like a long, woolly-haired Bigfoot, but with big red where's eyes. The, uh, the woods guy that I work with at work, uh, hi, Clay, if you're listening, uh, is, uh, it's a... Uh, uh, he calls, he calls it a wood ape or something like that. Wood ape. Oh, sort of like a skunk ape from Florida. Yeah. Oh. They're like... Now we uh, when I was like young, like little, like my mom and with the, all of her friends would go to the, the park to hang out because that was like the thing to do, to bring your like kid. And uh, Who ever heard I'm of sitting in the back <laughs> and I'm like asleep in the seat and I remember waking up and so like how you go into the park there's like these two big trees and I remember sitting there and looking over by the trees and you saw, I saw like a face like come out and like poke around the edge of the tree and I was like what the hell's that and I remember like just kind of ignoring it because I'm a kid you know whatever and I remember asking my my mom's friends about it and they were like oh no that's the monkey man and they were just like cool with it and then we like drive out and I can see this thing like looking out from behind the tree I'm like oh that's that's like, shit like scares the shit out of me as a kid talking about like cryptids you know just keep playing on the jungle gym with this monster <laughs> no I'm in mean, it's just like nighttime in a <laughs> local park even worse so so nighttime in the woods in Alabama people are seeing a large thing that's entirely white well, no, the, <laughs> this, wasn't, this wasn't the white thing. This was a this different... This was something else. Are, are we sure? Like, that, Jim, mm. you're crossing your wires with cryptids here, and I will not allow it. Uh, okay. Here on Cajun Greatness, we always talk about cryptids and love cryptids, and we're sorry. Cajun cryptids. <laughs> sorry, Bigfoot. See, we don't see, think that, you're right. that's going to be the spinoff in your other earphone. Yep, sure is. <laughs> and now we're going to go to Picture and Picture. <laughs> we'll be right back with Restaurant Quality, Pod and Pod. <laughs> So do you think anybody's going to give us shit for this one for not talking about Firebirds? Hey, we talked about it a good bit. <laughs> There's really not a lot. To it, it, it's just the Mojave Desert for 90 minutes. With helicopters. Yeah. And, and helicopters. I, and if you're horny for helicopters, by fucking God, you got a five-star movie on your hands. I will reel it back in just a tad bit. Just, you know, just a little bit. I think I know why I love a Tommy Lee Jones' performance so much in this movie. Even though it's from a movie that came years after this, this reminds I close my eyes and it's Chip fucking Hazard from Small Soldiers. Oh, we... <laughs> That was on our box office. Yeah, game. it was on our box office game the other day. Really? Yeah, yeah and I fucking love that. Movie. We were having that guy. I, I, because I, well, I talked about how I saw all of the. I'd always see it in the VHS tapes when I'd like watch it. I loved that movie. I, I could never get into it. I don't yeah. know. I just, I just 
Like I watched it, it just didn't didn't hit with me. I guess oh, I saw the fucking ads on the back of every comic book that. Oh you, yeah, yeah, that's totally a movie. He also played a drill sergeant in um, Captain America one. Yes, he did. Yeah. Every yeah. time I, I see him, though, all I can think of like the thing that flashes in my head whenever I'm always just like, you know, he plays like dry characters. Is I jump straight to fact that he played Two Face in Batman Forever and looked like he was having a blast. Yeah, I cannot sanction that buffoonery. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He just that entire movie. He looks. He's having just like the grandest of times. And I'm just like, Tommy Jones, what, why aren't you like this any other time? Because they, they let him out of his cage once, and it was too much. They had him reel him back in. Sorry, Tommy, you got to go back he in. He got too close to Jim Carrey, and some of the crazy was just leeching out. <laughs> he, he saw how close he was to madness, and he didn't like it. <laughs> he, like, he like kept acting after that, but just like stayed in Two Face makeup the whole time. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Jones, we're going to need you to leave. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Jones is here. He like flips a coin and then catches it and like you know does the whole two face thing. Like right? I, when, he, when he points his gun, you just lay down like, and just play along. Hires Drew Barrymore and that other woman oh, for God. some reason to Drew just follow him around. Is in that movie? Yes. Yes, she is. <laughs> I was yeah. like, we were having. I'm oh, sorry. So t- today, uh, they on my new to order screen, they're doing small uh, statues of Batman Forever, and I thought of you, Cannon, because they're doing Batman mm-hmm. and they're doing Robin mm-hmm. and they're doing the Riddler, and that's it. There's Are, no Two Face. You're fucking kidding. It's me. probably gonna be in the next wave, but there is no Two Face uh, so far. I bet I know what the chase is. G- goddamn Chase Meridian. <laughs> I mean, you know they just added her to the comics about uh, two months ago. That's not surprising. Yeah, man. for the first time ever. They get a little pop every now and then. Oh, I remember her from that one movie. Looks nothing like Nicole Kidman. I'm about she's to say, a psychiatrist. That she's, was Nicole Kidman. She looked like Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> that would have been funnier. <laughs> no, just just random redheaded lady. I watched that movie way too much as a kid because it was like one of the few movies I owned at the time because our version of the first Batman and Batman Returns was VHS ripped off of HBO so we could watch one. Nice. Nice. It's the car. Chicks dig the car. Yep. This is why Superman works alone. <laughs> Chicks dig the helicopter. <laughs> I just remember the opening sequence of like them and the heli- the helicopter and the guard in there going, it's acid. <laughs> it's just like, oh, no shit, man. Oh, no. Uh, I fucking love Batman Forever. <laughs> but you know what? It gave us Kiss from a Rose. Goddamn right it did. Seal is one of my favorite singers. That song is an... Baby! Yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> what? That's what There's I'm- something... I have a friend who, who... She trolls me with this song, like, like used to, like... Whatever I, would, I could be anywhere, and she would like play this song over speakers, and I'd be like looking around, like God damn, you mean no, not this song you? again? Yeah, it's <laughs> a great the, song. The luscious tones. That's one of my seal. go-to karaoke songs, bro. And then that shot of the music video where he's just on the rooftop and the shirts unbuttoned and the bat yeah. signals in the background. It's fantastic. My favorite part about both Joel Shoemaker Batman movies was the soundtracks. Hey, for, uh, mm-hmm. time for Katie Graydon to rank top ten. Batman soundtrack. Fucking Smashing Pumpkins, mm-hmm. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yep. R. Kelly, that one song. You know also, what? let's talk about also that, 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 that one Chris Daughtry Batman song from the game. That's uh, true. Oh. Huh. I'm not familiar with that one. I did fucking love that it, R. Kelly it was, song. Was it Arkham Asylum? I think it was Arkham City. There, there, there's a full-fledged album with like songs with Chris Daughtry having the lead single from it. He's what? a huge fucking comic. Fan. I mean, he's a big nerd. He loves Batman. Like we talked about this, I think two weeks ago. He did a Batman cover. Hey, yeah. you know what? Cagey great this Cajun Daughtry. Cajun <laughs> Daughtry. <laughs> Dodging Daltry. 
<laughs> yeah, I played Doctor Strange in a Bat in the Sun joint. I mentioned yeah. that before. Hugo Strange. Doctor Hugo yes. Strange. Yeah, yeah, not uh, Steven. Yeah. <laughs> Different Strange. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is a multiverse of madness. <laughs> oh, this is my multiverse of madness. I already forgot what I was going to say. God damn it. Uh, we were talking about Seal and Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, yeah. We were talking about God, the song Gotham City yeah. by R. Kelly. Yeah. Like, uh, I fucking love that song. That Whoops. no one, uh, the, uh, the, he has never read a comic in his life. Nope. That's like, <laughs> all I'm thinking of is like, City of Justice. Nope. I'm, I'm just thinking about incorrect. all the City of Love. Also incorrect, R. Kelly. City of Peace. That's wrong. For Wildly. every one of us, you mean everyone in Gotham City? <laughs> Ridiculous. Because we all need it. Hey, it's the, it's the idealized version Gotham of Gotham. It oh, wasn't yeah. it was in Batman's head <laughs> and I mean, like, his pants. Maybe the Adam West Gotham, but like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. The first episode of that series, someone died. Mm, Not yeah. a lot of people talk about that. What, the show true. Gotham? No, in the Batman 66 series. Oh, I <laughs> Like, there is a death in, like, episode one. Oh. <laughs> Batman just murders a son of a bitch. No. That was a string of good R. Kelly movie songs, because he did World's Greatest for Ali. I love that song, too. And I'm glad he's in jail. <laughs> Welcome to Sammy's R. Kelly Apologies Corner. Hey, uh, no, 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 don't put that on me. <laughs> well, see, you it you up. put it on yourself. Look, I can, I can, these two statements can be true is that he made good music and he's a terrible piece of shit. Those are not mutually exclusive. They're not mutually exclusive. Where you separate the art from the artist is uh, your personal decision. I was going right. to say they're separated. But everyone will hold you guilty regardless. <laughs> I was going to say they're separated by a jail wall, but you know. <laughs> well, I mean, we did spend like a whole hour praising Gary Busey only for like three days fucking later. For him just to shit the bed? Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Gary Busey. Mm. Kind. Time makes fools of us all. <laughs> Same thing happened with Color Out of Space. Richard Shelby. Oh, I love this director. He's great. He what now? Let's he see. did what to his wife? Damn That's it. That's terrible. That's, that was like the uh, Kevin Spacey stuff with like, I loved Baby Driver. That movie was great. And then like yeah. a few months later, all that shit happened. Kevin like, Spacey was my favorite actor for years. Same. And it's like, fuck, why can't the talented people also not be pieces of shit? And the worst part was, I remember like talking to my, my cousin. We'd gone, and I was like, Baby Driver was my favorite movie that year. And he was like, Still your favorite movie? I'm like, It's really tough for me to say that right now. And it's like, <laughs> I don't say that in mixed company. Because, yeah, it turns out that cast for Baby Driver is not looking super hot these days with like the main guy, he having like some sex pest problems and like John Hamm leading people around with a by their nutsack and a claw hammer. Oh, that being said, I just saw that movie not too long ago for the first time. Yeah. Four stars. That's a great fucking movie. <laughs> Edgar Wright is one of my favorite directors. He's fantastic. He makes solid movies. Mm -hmm. Like uh, we saw, we finally got around to watching last night in Soho, and that that was good. Super great. M Matt Smith is fucking terrifying in that movie. And you know, I'm glad he's he did terrifying that. in Morbius for different reasons. <laughs> I'm glad Matt Smith did that, and now he's got this success with House of the Dragon because I like that guy, and I want him to do well. Yeah, that that but, poor guy. I'm glad he got a franchise to put behind him. Well, after Doctor Who, he did have Terminator, Genesis, and Morbius. Ugh. So those are career killers on their own. <laughs> Look, we all can't be uh, Chris Brackle. Center, David Tennant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't get a franchise and have a great career afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in Firebirds, <laughs> there's there nothing is no left to say. Nicholas Cage lands in Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, 
<laughs> Damn, a, that's just, a bit from a few episodes back. <laughs> I listened to it. I was, on, I was honestly going back in my head like, does he land a helicopter in Vegas anywhere? It's like, no, no. Yeah, no. the second part of, of uh, Cage's Vegas trilogy. It's like, I shit you not, other other than the shots, you know, the, the long extended shots, they were obviously reused like three or four times <laughs> for the credits. Yeah. Um, like, I... If you like go back and clock it, I bet like no one shot of a helicopter in the sky lasts longer than a second. Like it is so many fucking jump cuts. Kevin goddamn Dunn was the cinematographer <laughs> for the You're fucking right. sky cam. Okay. Like, the, the steadiest helicopter shot is Sean Young's copter, which has the camera on it, and you just see it like fucking peeking over a hill like a <laughs> scared rabbit or some shit. And like I don't know if that was real or if they just had that camera and just like shoved it up a hill real quick. Uh, I don't see nothing. I kept, I kept waiting for her helicopter to make like C three PO noises, like R two D two, just like <laughs> right. back down. It's the biggest webcam I've ever seen. <laughs> I was it has this big old ball on top of it, and it, I'm just waiting for it to start making it, like. It was the trash compactor scene. Like, it was, yeah, yeah. It was, that's all that fucking thing I, was. I was really upset that they set up the whole part where, like, she's talking about her helicopter, like, oh, you know, we scout ahead for you, and we can be distractions, or we can even use our, like, lasers thing to, like, you know, blind enemy pilots. And I'm like, they're totally going to use that as a way to, like, beat the bad guy. Never happens <laughs> nope. at all. laser was not used. <laughs> you bastards. Uh, you he set was it up. too damn fast. Between uh, that and whirlybirds. <laughs> okay. hey, Firebirds. Sometimes Chekhov's gun fires some blanks. All right, we got to talk about the scene where they're in the simulation chamber. Oh, right? <laughs> <laughs> where, where I was having, like, strong lawnmower man flashbacks. Yeah, oh, like, Jesus. I felt that shit. Hey, kids, you heard about this newfangled thing called VR. <laughs> like, I don't see how that level of graphics could help anybody fly a fucking helicopter. Oh, they just give you like a migraine. <laughs> Especially when Nick Cage is screaming repeatedly, I am the greatest! Man. Like, <laughs> that he was, was losing it there. He was going full just like crazed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like full. And that's another thing, like, speaking of pilots, other than like bits and moments like that, Cage not only felt like he was on autopilot for like 80% of the movie, but he looked like he ain't slept in day. Motherfucker looked like he rolled off the set of Bringing Out the Dead. <laughs> and this was not there yet. <laughs> Do y'all remember that one-liner when uh, during the one of the sequences, like, like that the final pass, and he says, like, my, my mom only calls me that. I'm your mother now, and it's like, <laughs> out of nowhere. See? Mommy issues. It's fucking honeymoon in Vegas again! In the middle of a, a fight with Sean Young, he just kicks the air for no good reason. <laughs> so I'm mad. Uh, I'm just trying to protect you. <laughs> Flash dance. He's like, I'm gonna kick Chevy Chase right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and he just he gets into a fight with a what looks like a Texas guy and a the stripper bar. Yeah, he just beat some dude up for dancing with his ex girlfriend. Yeah, because that's not toxic at all. <laughs> to be fair, the dude was wearing a bolo tie. He had it say, coming. You, you said he deserved it because of his tie. <laughs> yeah. Bolo ties are fucking weird. Okay, yeah. I will. I will give you that. I don't. I. My. I had to wear one once to like make my um, grandfather happy one time. And I was like, yeah, sure, this one time. But I looked down like the whole time. I'm like, why? This. Who thought these looked good ever? <laughs> People from Texas. Uh, your grandma apparently. Oh, my grandpa. Yeah, no, I mean, but he liked it, and apparently she did too. Because uh, you know, uh, she uh, probably would have sided with me. That's a big assumption. She just she tolerated it. <laughs> I'm, I'm old school with my ties. I like them, you know, 
Tusk. So we'll walk a tie, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's just a loop you put around your neck. It's like, oh, let me strangle you real quick. Or like a fire chain, like um, Ghost Rider. Yeah. <laughs> but not a fire bird. Not a fire bird. A fire skull. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. We are coming up on the hour mark. Do we Do we have any more we want to say? Should uh, we take a break? I, I, think, I think this fire, uh, this bird all burned up. Has been birded. It, okay. it is fire. not rising from the ashes like the phoenix. Now, b- before we go, I, I do want to... Um, just one visual bit. I now we <laughs> this cannot be a visual bit at all. But uh, oh, yeah, oh god ad. damn it! Yeah. Okay. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen at home, um, I shit you not. When I got back from my break at work today, you know, you know, I was just, I was just, I got back, you know, a few minutes early. So I'm scrolling on my phone, just on Facebook and whatnot. I took a screenshot of a legit advertisement. That I saw on Facebook That I shit you not That if I reposted on Facebook My account would probably get terminated hmm. Zuckerberg was trying to trap you uh, it, it is a sponsored ad It has sponsored on it And it says from Health E Health with the letter E hmm. I'm just going to show you all the image Okay This was on my Facebook page Right <laughs> Alright Hold uh, my breath <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> it's just porn. That's just porn. It's Man. just actual That's intercourse. Just actual porn. Yep. I, I, Man, I was like, porn. oh my God, this is real life right now. That is porn. That I is thought the time that I got a wish ad for a little baggie with white powder and a fucking straw was iffy. Also, they gave me a no-no message for sharing that screenshot from their fucking website, mind you. Cannon, do you think that that ad was directed by the guy who played Staller in this movie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Bro. He heard that we were doing this film. Oh, God. We, it's all coming around. We don't know if he's alive he, or not. He so directed I mean, the ad. Yeah. He works for Health E, sponsored by <laughs> porn. I don't know. Sponsored by Stripper of the Year. Wow, but, those Blue Chew ads are really getting graphic. Oh, God. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, I just showed uh, them, like, I, I showed <laughs> Pat... Because the they were it was like we worked together. They already seen it, but oh my god, I wanted to save that bit for the show. Fantastic! I like I was like, oh my god, she <laughs> took is... a big sip of water so I could get a good spit take. <laughs> that was like all the naked you can be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And on that note, <laughs> good night, Babs. Good night, Babs. Uh, Go yeah. Firebirds, flight of the fucking seabirds. Why is burning out of here? Uh, Ken, and where can the people find you on the internet that isn't porn? <laughs> where can porn find you on the internet? Apparently, if you go to Facebook, start scrolling. Hold on, hold on. Well, you can find me at that Cannon guy on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, Goodreads, TikTok, and Pornhub. No, not Pornhub. Not hey, Pornhub. hey, now. <laughs> that's, for, that's a bit. The last one is a bit or... Uh, Jeremy OnlyFans Where on Pornhub Can the people find you <laughs> Well <laughs> Shalong Doctor 74 <laughs> So what does Backwards hero Really mean Well Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> No you can find You can find my art That's 
safe. <laughs> More like boobs of a cosmic reality, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Tune, you can find me uh, at Tunes of a Cosmic Reality on Instagram uh, and then on Letterboxd, so I'm Backwards Hero and then uh, I have a twitch.tv slash Backwards Hero for video games and non-porn related things. But we may talk about stuff in ranging from stovetop stuffing to other weird shit sometimes while playing games. But where can people find your dirty stuff? Um, well, that's going to be on my OnlyFans. <laughs> hey, I've got an OnlyFans. Yeah? Yeah, no, I start naked and the more I get paid, the more I put back on. Oh, so that's a great... I should do that. Yeah. I'm stealing that now. <laughs> so, Pat. Yes, love. How about you? Yes, well, since this is my first time on the show, I yep. should probably be a little more forward with like all, all the places you can find me on that great big wide internet. You can tell us your Pornhub name, okay? It, yeah, you can find me on all the unsafe places that John lost his shame. <laughs> <laughs> That's where that one yeah. came from the other day. I was Fantastic. wondering why that popped up. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, for all the, all the regular places that you can join in the daylight in front of Mixed Company, you can follow me on Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, and Letterboxd at John Lost His Name. Uh, and <clears throat> be so kind as to go check out the other show on AYC Network, AYC 8 is all you can hear, where we just released episode 278 of All You Can Hear podcast. Uh, the, the uh, the final episode of Colton Wenzel's month long takeover of the main show starting uh, on Monday, September fifth. Uh, Jojo and myself, we will be back on all you can hear. Uh, Mom and Daddy will finally be back. The kids have had their fun, <laughs> uh, but it'll be a good time. But in my absence, uh, go check out. Um, the other stuff that I've been doing, I started an Ultraman podcast. It's a spinoff show talking about uh, one of my favorite characters in Japanese superhero genre, Tokusatsu. And I had a, a great interview with a writer and comedian named Joey Clift, where, where we discussed the Predator prequel Prey. We discussed uh, how cool the movie is. Um, native representation just had a lot of really cool conversation. I'm really proud of the interview, so go check that out as well. And also, I did want to mention that even though I was... Um, gone from the show the last month, you know, I appreciated that break. I did want to let it be known that from here on out, I will be on in a more regular capacity just because my, my duties on outside the show are kind of, will be growing as we go into the fall season. So I'll still be in the show. You might see me a little more often. We, we, it might be a little less. It's just sort of whenever I, I can be on, uh, but I will still be on the show just, just in a more regular capacity. Yes. Uh, he has been demoted from regular to recurring guest. I can Highlander him he now, right? He demoted himself. But, but strangely, I get paid more. <laughs> so now I'm, you're irregular. I've got the sword ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, if someone cues up Prince, Stay I tuned can... after the credits to find out what the E really means. <laughs> oh, no. If somebody cues up Prince of the Universe, I can Highlander him. I mean, there can be more. Sword. There can be more oh, than oh. one. It's okay. Oh, but I've got it's the sword. Fun. No, it, there, there can be more than hey, one. Someone's itching to lose a head. No, it's fine. There can be multiple. Aww. You'll be all right. We'll Aww. find somebody for you to behead. Don't worry. It's me, yes. Austin. I want to lose my we'll head. Find, we'll find someone who puts a one-star review on Apple Podcasts. Yes. Okay. Which, um, you know, who knows? It's probably coming. But lately, we've been getting five-star reviews. Five oh, yeah. Star. You got a new one That's last like month. That's like four more stars. Right? We've been getting comments and reviews and want to hey, thank no, everybody for that. This plucky little show is really... Going places. That's, we got listeners <laughs> down the drain. Across, <laughs> we got listeners across the world now. We got we got people in in Ireland. 
We got people in the UK. We got Australia. We got people across the street. We got Tappahannock. They're listening because we're just so goddamn loud. That's right. <laughs> we're loud as hell. No, they're bringing the food delivery that got you know sent to the wrong house. It's like, hey, I will give you your food for free if you just shut the fuck up. <laughs> You guys really should get like a neon sign that says, this is the house Uber Eats guy. No, you joke, but I said, I'm just going to like get a sign printed with like with our address and big er fucking letters and font and just put it in the front yard. It's not a bad idea. With posts. So wire <laughs> posts. So Shimmy, where can we find you? Just under your bed. Oh, no. Avatar. Wait, but Barney's underneath there. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I like your dog. Uh, oh, okay. no, what, you know, I've never seen Shimmy and Barney in the same place at the same time. Yes, you have. <laughs> you yeah. a goddamn liar. <laughs> He's usually like underneath something anyways. <laughs> yeah, see, see, we're actually make, we're remaking that classic Disney film. Instead of Shaggy Dog, it's called Shimmy Dog. That's oh. right. Actually, there was a dog that the animal shelter had like a month ago named Shimmy. And I was so mad that I'm not in a place where I can have a dog because that's like fucking fate. I, thought, oh, I hope somebody adopts you, Shimmy. I love you. No, see, that's just you from another time and place reincarnated as a dog. A multiverse of madness. Would it be rad if one of your neighbors, like a multiverse neighbors. Of, that would be funny. A multiverse of shimness? You spit yeah. on my toe. I felt that. Gross. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that was just a bug. Trying to clear my throat. My sinus has been killing me. Anyway, you can find me at Captain Chimmy's Kind of Art, Captain Chimmy's Almost Music, Captain Chimmy's Toy Box. Uh, I also have another podcast that I update sporadically called Captain Chimmy's F'd Up Head. You can listen to me slowly lose my mind. <laughs> up in here, up in here. I'm kidding. Hey, I've hey been you can crazy. Listen, listen to Losing Mind right here at the Skating Show. Right? Too. I mean, I've been crazy. Like, it's nothing new. Uh, you can also find me at the comic strip here in Tuscaloosa where I sell comics. Uh, apparently, people have found me. That uh, happened today. And I, I, you know, shout out to you two guys. Hope you enjoy Kingdom Come. They bought Kingdom Come. Come. I like the good book. That means your location's been compromised, Jim. Oh, no. <laughs> now they're going to show up with four people next time. <laughs> I mean, I hope so. They'll be back in the greater numbers. Uh, you can also check out our merch store at Cajun Great or tpublic.com slash user slash Cajun Greatness. That's the one. Uh, one day we'll update some merch. Um, you know, and it'd be great to have more options for people to not buy. Hey, they get plenty. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, check out our merch store. Leave us some reviews, some comments. Uh, all our regular listeners, we love you. And for next week, what we have is stuff. We have stuff next week just to give you a preview, to give you a preview of the stuff. Give you a preview of the there it is. Stuff in the we stuff. have yeah. next week. We're taking a holiday. Yeah, yeah. we're taking a break. Labor Day. Yeah. That's right. It's Labor Day. Uh, Jeremy will be getting back from Dragon Con and will be dead. Yes, I will definitely be dead. And and he will be slumped fine. over in a chair. It's, it'll be easy. I've got the badge. It just says backwards hero on it. So oh, no, no, wait. Uh, Jeremy's just going to be our uh, correspondent at Dragon Con. That's right. You're going to have to record your whole experience and then we'll talk about it. I will totally do this. <laughs> I mean, I am going to a, K a Nicholas Cage fight panel. Well, I mean, take notes then, and, and we uh, can pass out our card, and then the, I actually be actually be a pretty fun. I, I did give him many oh, yeah. cards. If, to if take. we if yeah. we had like live from <laughs> so, Dragon Con, Cage and Greatness. So like Dragon Con does this thing called like seeking swag, where you like hide stuff. So I'm totally just gonna post like and make some seeking swag bags. It's just got our cards in it. It's nothing else. Okay, for real though, <laughs> while you're there, like record some stuff on like just audio record. Okay, I'll edit it all together. We'll put it up as a special episode. 
Okay. Next week. And we, we, can, oh we can finally make all of our, we can make a swag bag for you to leave behind. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah, next week, special episode, correspondent from Dragon Con. Yeah, oh, definitely going to happen. Uh, <laughs> hold us to it. Uh, may or may not happen, but we'll find it out. It could will, be like 10 minutes long, but still, we're going to do it. I will do my best not to be shit-faced drunk. You know what? <laughs> hey, listen, the first episode we released at AYC this year was a drunk cast, so it will not be in bad company. So yeah, just record some stuff. I'll edit it all together. It'll okay. be fun. But if you run into Ming Chen, be like, what's up? Look, I have to dodge Connor Mita Jr., though. That's the only problem. No, no, if you see Ming Chen, give him our card and oh, tell okay. him we're looking for you somebody. It's like, hey, we've been waiting for your call there, bud. Oh, okay. Just look at him and be like, hey, we've been waiting. <laughs> Week after <laughs> that, September 15th, that is a special episode for my birthday. Uncaged birthday episode. For some reason, I feel like I'm not going to be on that one. Strange. But, but... Patrick, your your birthday will come around next year. But Patrick, well, what's what's the week after that? You don't even know what we're watching for my birthday. Uh, I think I'll be busy. Patrick, <laughs> we're watching Commando, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. My look at the time. Fine, whatever. I well, funny you say that. I I thought that was what you were going to say, and I talked to JoJo, and I do have confirmation. They said if Commando is the birthday choice. JoJo's in. Hooray! Hey, you know what? I'm back on. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Can I hail in room now? There's no room for you now. No room at the end. Hey, it's, it's gorilla podcasting, son of a bitch. I still got the sword. All right, so we'll have a full party the next time we do a legit episode. Uh, after that, for September, we've got Zandali starring Nicolas Cage and Judge Reinhold with mustaches. Yeah. And then rounding out September, on September 9th, we have The Impression Game. Yeah. Gonna be a good time. Then in October, to give you a little sneak preview of that, we have Into the Spider-Verse. We've got The Wicker Man. We've got Wild Wild West. Yes. Wild Wild. Yes. And then our Halloween episode, because we had such a time with the Twitter poll, we're going to do that again for scary movies. We're going to each pick a movie, and we're going to put it up on the Twitter, and whatever gets voted wins. You know those 11 people are going to get us again. You know that, right? That's fine. I already know what my movie's going to be for Halloween. All right. Ernest Scared Stupid. I love that. Also, movie. like a legit. Jimmy, you like, literally uh, played like that a, nonstop a scary at the movie. store. <laughs> All right. Like a, like a spooky movie of our choosing. Yeah. Like if you want it to be funny, scary, or scary, whatever you want to watch for Halloween for the show, Stupid we'll scary. put it on the Twitter and we'll let people vote on it. And mine's going to be Ernest Scared Stupid. Okay. I have plenty of choices. Hmm. Perhaps too many choices. Oh, yes. I, yeah, too many. But, yeah. but, the, but the viewers or listeners, they'll only get four. Right. You but can only have four? You can't have more than four options? Not on the Twitter poll. Ah, oh, shit. No. I thought they'd update that by now. <laughs> well, I mean, there might only be four of us on the show that week anyway. That's fair. Who knows? We might have an elimination tournament. We'll see what happens. Well, yes. Abaddon's obviously going to finally want in on this one. Abaddon? Abaddon! Abaddon. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to our Fuck ridiculousness. Shut up. If you want the longest 82 minutes of Apache helicopters, go watch Firebirds. It's fine. Sort of. And we will not see you next week, but nope. we'll have a special thing probably. We'll see. Maybe. And we'll <laughs> see you the week after for sure, though. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. I win. Let's go fuck. Whirly bird. How absurd. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? How absurd. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence.